This is Popular Apocrypha, episode 12, the generic hot girl from horror movies, for December 4th, 2017. Today's episode is brought to you by the Grammy-winning audiobook service Audible. In the spirit of upcoming holidays, Audible would like to give you a free audiobook download with a a free 30-day trial as a listener of Popular Apocrypha. With over 180 titles to choose from, you can listen nonstop to your new or your favorite books on iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. They have one of my favorite books that I read recently. It's called Scythe by Neil Shusterman. It's narrated by Greg Trembley. In a world with no hunger, disease, war, or death, humanity only has one problem. It's overpopulation. Scythes are set up as the cure, being the only ones that are allowed to have the power and the responsibility of bringing death. This novel follows two apprentices that are chosen to be future scythes and the consequences that come with learning the art of taking a life. You can download Scythe or another audiobook free by signing up for a free trial of Audible. Download your free audiobook today by going to audibletrial.com slash popapoc. That's audibletrial.com slash p-o-p-a-p-o-c for your free audiobook and month trial. Thanks for helping us out, and thanks, Audible. Thank you, Audible. <coughs> yeet. Uh, yeet. <laughs> so we're going to roll right into this because... Doing all the research and everything for this episode, I think we have quite the task ahead of us because this episode, since as it was mentioned in the intro, is being episode 12 on generic horror cliche of the horror horrors. Mm. <laughs> Star horrors. And that's the explicit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as explicit. Use this as is the generic slut and or slash whore. I thought we just said hot girl. I thought so too. Whatever. But are they not the same? Yeah. But moving on. <laughs> so, in researching this topic in general, was not able to find very in-depth conversation because it started out as a trope for easy storytelling. What do you mean? Basically, what for early horror movie, it was just you made these characters with very specific archetypes because it was easy to write for them, and it was just used over and over again. You just, like, copy and paste. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, with the Hot Girl show, you would just take everything of the time, like, if we were to go back to, like, Friday the 13th and stuff like that, you would just take what the general consensus of the teenage, I guess, archetype for the time. Just Having sex. Pretty much. Having sex in the woods. And then it would be also personified in... get murdered. The jock... Like, and this was a very, like... The, <laughs> the article I read was very specific. There's, like, five different tropes. Really? There's the hot girl, the jock, the brain, the virgin, and I want to say the other one was, like... The black guy? The stoner? The John Boyega? There it is. episode. Man, people had to wait a solid like 13 minutes before we got to that. We're at 3 minutes, the 18 three seconds. Minutes. <laughs> oh, sorry, not 13 minutes. We're 13 three minutes, minutes in. 3 minutes, sorry. <laughs> sorry, time for Tyler is really accelerated. I, I just I misread the clock there. Restart the clock. <laughs> it has been zero days. Since <laughs> Boyega mentioned. The Boyega clock. So. But then why why does the hot girl trope persist so much? So, that is one of the only interesting facts that I could find. One thing was, oh, it was just something that was used over and over again because 
movie makers would see this, and it was just an easy thing to follow, so they just used it because, well, I have to think when you make a movie. Yeah. I mean, so that's it, how I write my papers. But then, <laughs> then there was a, another idea that during the 80s, 70s, like the 70s, 80s, and 90s, not so much nowadays, I don't really think. Most horror movies nowadays are a little more better when it comes to character development. But a lot of people guessed that there was somewhat of a war on premarital sex. <laughs> so you would write these characters as their trope. Oh, and then they, they would uh, die. You would watch it. And <laughs> the hot girl slash slutty character would always be the first and or second one to die. Interesting. Because, like... I kind of looked at some huh. some of the articles too because I, I like shocker. I haven't seen a lot of horror movies, and most of the, like the tropes say that like the last girl left alive is like the virgin, always the virgin, or like the one that didn't smoke or the one that <laughs> didn't drink, you know, pure the, the pure one. Yeah, uh, the mur- it's like a morality timeline. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Is a lot of the stuff that I was reading was it was a very strange that a lot of movies back then, even at, like for horror movies. Very conservative on their hmm. tone, surprisingly. Hmm. Again, doing all the research and stuff, we just came across that conservative horror movie. Huh? huh. <laughs> the presidential election. <laughs> Wait, but if if like it's if horror movies take like a moral timeline or have in the past mm-hmm. take like this moral timeline of when characters die, why is it a trope that the black guy dies first? I'm not gonna comment on that. Mm. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Is it just? I mean, maybe it's just because they're hot. That's why they're in the movies. I mean, do they usually like fulfill the role of the jock or something? Or mm-hmm. Wait, I'm what? sure in some. Are you talking about the, the black guy? Oh, they're usually their own character. Oh, the black not, guy is not. A trope. Yes. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Like, okay, they're hot. That's what we're here. People. We're, yeah, we're tackling the hot girl today. <laughs> Yes, please. But tackle the hot girl. Wow! Wow! Six minutes. Wow. wow! So, what was your question? I was thinking maybe they're they're in movies so much because they're they're hot. I'm sure that's, oh, that's, that's a given. You know? yeah. yeah. Sex sells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's easy, but I mean, well, for some people. I feel like having a sex lot of sex is like... easy for everyone. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it took me a second to realize. Have you ever seen? Never mind. What? <laughs> Oh, I was gonna say, if you're trying to see like dachshunds try to mate, oh, what? See, yes. Yes. you have to like hold them, <laughs> no, right, hold them yeah. in place. What the? It's the funniest <laughs> thing. Or like, uh, what is it? Pugs that like aren't strong. Yeah. To mount the oh, it's, it's French bulldogs. That's right. Yeah, they have to be artificially inseminated because they're they their don't hips are too narrow. <laughs> I'm gonna need more fireball. <laughs> <laughs> So we're my fireball. not spawn. <laughs> not, not spawn. Hashtag not spawn. Please send us Welcome fireball. To the- <laughs> <laughs> I need to drown myself to get rid of the image of pugs having sex. Think of turtles instead. <laughs> the way that you just said the word sex was funny. Um, cool. Can I add to your image? Yes. Pugs sometimes when they get winded make a goose noise. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Well, how do we? <laughs> However, making turtle noises. I will say That's this what one, this has devolved into. I will say this one thing, and I will chill this movie out because it was a great movie. But Cabin in the Woods that came out in like 2010 is a great movie because they play off every trope and they make fun of it. Mm-hmm. That's good. And they like there's. So what do they do with the What do they do with the hot girl trope? So what it is, <laughs> and I 
spoilers ahead of me if you haven't seen the movie because we're gonna I'll have to get into it just to explain it. But all of it's set up to where they have to sacrifice these teenagers. Who's they? The, the killers. You've probably seen the trailer. Kind of. And you know the guys that were sitting in the office chairs? Yeah. Those guys. Okay. But they have to specifically do it because they have to appease some old gods. And the old gods will only accept the sacrifice if it's done in the horror movie trope huh. way of it has to be the jock and the hot girl get killed first, and then it has to move on to, I think, the black guy dies third. And it has to go down this line of tropes, and it has to be those tropes. Hmm. So they do everything in their power to make sure everything runs like a normal horror movie, but it's to appease these old gods. Hmm. Huh. That sounds interesting. But... Basically, when it comes to the hot girl, it's all they do throughout like the first couple scenes of the movie is they're constantly just shooting out pheromones into a room where she's in constantly that make her just want to have sex. Oh, that sounds a little uh, <clears throat> manipulative. That's the point. I'm sure, that's the word I'm going for. <laughs> Creepy. No. What? Bad. That's just bad. Anyway, what's my contribution? So, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Wonderful commentary. <laughs> so what? Are, like, how do we want to make it better? Good luck. Make them hotter. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. That's the first step. <laughs> make them so hot, no one wants to touch them. So hot that they're ugly. That's a thing. We've come 360. That is a thing. Is it? Yeah. yeah it traditionally. Is. Explain. Hot. So they look fake hot. Yeah. So <laughs> have you ever seen the Barbie league? Yeah, the Barbie. Hot. That's what I was gonna oh. say. Have you seen the Barbie lady? Oh, like blowing up. What? 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 <laughs> it's like I thought you were talking about because if you take a Barbie and you blow up, blow it up to human proportions. There's a lady who had it made like herself looks into, unnatural. She's made herself into a Barbie, and she's there's, not there's attracted someone who has done that. But who is attracted to Barbie? Other than apparently Ken. There, well, apparently there's people out there that think she's hot. So it's apparently a thing. I, I was also gonna mention that you know. Usually, we humans, we like to see symmetry in things, for the most part. Except when we're looking, we're specifically looking for something that's more abstract. But in other people, we look for, like, facial symmetry and body symmetry and stuff like that. But if your face or your body is too similar, like if it's literally the left half of your face and the right half of your face are exactly the same, you look freaky. You look really, really weird. Um, and it, I don't know if you've ever seen photos where somebody oh, like, like, takes and then they mirror it. Yeah. It doesn't look right. It looks unnatural. And that's, that's why. the definition of beautiful by shaving off part of my beard. <laughs> Half of the beard. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you, you, we want symmetry, but not too much. And we want, like, we want not the extreme. There is such a thing of a too attractive person. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Like, Logan. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help it. What defines a better hot girl, though? Is that like, or like the hot girl trope? Okay, so that's the thing, though, is that's also very... It's not too well-defined. It's relative, I guess. Oh, okay. Everyone has their relative definition. Do we keep the trope itself? Like, does... It, like, is there a hot girl, and what are the, the associated tropes with that, with the hot girl? Like, is is a hot girl usually, like, stupid, or is yeah. she, is she slutty, or yeah. is she... Yes. Okay, Blonde. so all, all, yeah. all, of those, all of those, you know, secondary characteristics, She's a girl. what of those yeah. are we keeping? What if we did a gender switch of everything? Yeah. Hot guy? Hot guy trope? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron. Who is a nerd? Remember Crumbie? 
So the so Hawkeye who is a nerd, because we need to switch that, right? No, but those are... Po- what? What? What were you going to say? Polar opposites. Hot nerds? Yeah. I mean, you exist. <laughs> no. Beautiful <laughs> 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 laugh. <laughs> Let's isolate that in post. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> So and then was a, so not a slut. So what's what's the opposite of a slut? A virgin. The virgin character is that, that is that what it would be? Pretty much. So a really hot nerdy virgin guy, right? Ooh, maybe I. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you fit the bill. <laughs> is there and what other secondary characteristics are you that you can think of are usually or sometimes even uh, associated with like the, the hot girl in horror movies? I've only seen a few. I've seen a, but I've seen a few. I don't know, they usually just boil down to, like, three main points. Um, They're attention-hungry. Attention-hungry, can't pay attention to anything that doesn't center around them. Egotistical. Then then we want shy, rather, or... We want stealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Rather rather hostile to everyone except the jock. Who's the the dude in Splinter Cell? What's the main character in Splinter Cell? Sam Fisher. Yeah, we want Sam Fisher. (laughs) I don't get the reference. See, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Nathan Drake. Nathan Fillion. Also, no, he's 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 also hot. <laughs> also Reset the clock. It's been all of five minutes. Yep. <laughs> Count it back. So basically, you just want an old Good dusty. Day. Oh, happy December, everybody. Anyway. But, um, Sorry, nice. I lost. Hey. <laughs> That's um, a world day today. So, in some horror movies that I've seen. There's this thing where there's this thing where the hot girl is suddenly like skilled, like oh ditzy, not smart, uh, slutty, but then like wielding a chainsaw or like has like gets the weapon or something and like saves like another character like temporarily before like they die, sort of thing. What if she turns out to be the serial killer? Mm. I'd say that's happened before, but I can't remember. I'm sure it has, but. I think we need to stick with hot girl. Or at least with girl. Just the girl part of it? I think so. Because, mm-hmm. like, otherwise it's literally just a different character. We're not just improving a character, we're just coming up with a different well, one. That's a thing. Or improving a trope, though. Not a, a lot of, that's fair. A lot of, like, now, like, people nowadays that see horror movies, that's a trope that is getting quickly, like, okay, we got, we got yeah. the idea, let's move it along here. Yeah. Or if it's done, it's done, like, ironically, like, Kevin, the yeah. where they play off of it. Either it's well. done through for, like, satire's sake, or it's done because just terrible movie make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the freaking Geico commercial. What? They're, they're like. <laughs> Oh, like, I know what you mean. The kids are running away. The, the and chainsaw like, guy. Yeah, they're oh, yeah, behind yeah. a bunch of like chains. and It's like, let's get in the car. And they, no, they have some of the tropes. Hide behind a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's go to the, movie car, to the graveyard. Yeah. And, and they have, they, 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 I think, if I remember correctly, they have at least like one like hot girl trope in that. And I think that they like modeled physically at least like the jock and stuff. Although I could be misreading the advertisement. I think like. What was it? Until Dawn? Have you guys played that? Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, I've watched gameplay. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. Ha- didn't that have, like, a bunch of tropes? Yes. Oh, yeah. Tons of tropes. Almost every character in the game was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which felt intentional, but not overdone. But but they were also done in a way where you didn't really want to see them die, because they all still had character development. That, and because you were literally, their lives were in your hands, sort of thing, based on your decisions. Pretty much. So, yeah. you felt responsible. The butterfly. 
I think you hit on something though. Like I, I think we should make it so that like we care about the the hot girl. Character. Well, it just all boils down to character development. Yeah, we yeah. watch her be born, grow up, <laughs> okay. go to high school. It's a two thousand hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're really invested. Wasn't there a movie like that? I don't know. Where it was like they? There was a movie. Yeah. Where it was like was it called like a boy's life or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. It was like an eleven. Do well. It's like, I wonder why. Either you choose artistic storytelling or you... Choose something successful. Yeah. Because the arts aren't successful. Well... (laughs) (laughs) I agree, though. I think the hot girl should have, like you said, some kind of connecting backstory to them. Yeah. Well, when you make everyone know each other in some way... Know each other in some way, shape, or form, it makes the story easier to... Grapple to it, and like you actually feel for the characters instead of just oh hey look it's all the tropes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then you have like Halloween, where like technically the hot girl is like related to the killer, and even though you like get that backstory, Spoilers. it's like just kidding. Sorry, <laughs> it came out a long time ago. Spoilers for me. I don't feel connected to either the killer or the girl. I mean, know? I'm sure that part of that is like the actors, like who plays the characters. I'm sure that that plays a big part of that. But yeah. also, how they're written as characters, do they have true develop- character development? So, when you watch a, any movie, not just a horror movie, what is something, like, if you can describe something, what is one thing that makes you relate more to a character in a movie or TV show? I'm trying to think That's what a very what general question. Mean. I know. Yeah. If they have a weakness. Okay. Weakness is always good when a general sympathetic background, because I mostly hate douchey characters. Yeah. Yeah, if they're yeah. humble to some degree. Yeah. I mean, even a douchey character can be redeemable if they have some likable yeah. quality to them, but mm-hmm. if they're just douchey right. for the fact or, of douchey. Like, if, you, if you're if you shown, like, why they're like that mm-hmm. or something like that. And like, yeah. like you, you were saying with the hot girl trope, like, often it's the, the hot girl trope is that they are self-obsessed, they're very attention-hungry, stuff like that. It's you don't get the sense that they're a self-reflective person. And I think that's, Maybe that's what I was going to say. Maybe they're attractive on the inside. They're hot on the inside. Yeah. But they're 98 <laughs> degrees on the inside. Basically, well, we're point six. 98 point six. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just 98? Yeah. yeah. We're going to go for a joke. Come on, we got to go for accuracy. <laughs> My degree wasn't in science. <laughs> Social science. <laughs> My temperature is 97 degrees. Is it really? Story. Yeah. I'm colder than usual. My fiance is the same way. Like she's colder than usual. So like if her if her fever is ninety nine, it's bad. Like she's. That's like my brother having. I think it's called like Renauds. Mm-hmm. Oh, bad circulation in his hands and feet, so his hands always feel like they're ice cold. Huh. No matter if he has like mittens on for like. Six I, hours I remember straight. that. Yeah. Yeah. Hands of death. Yep, I remember. So he can temporarily grab things in thermal vision and not be seen. <laughs> he would be the predator's worst thing. He's, he's a snow miser. <laughs> Everything that he touches. <laughs> hey, can you chill my soda? in my clutch. <laughs> can you chill my soda? <laughs> Thanks, bro. Dude. Maybe the, the best stereotypical hot girl trope is Velma. I was about Can't to say, you? like, what if they take off their glasses and they're like, oh, <laughs> oh I no. hate that trope so yeah. much. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what happens to me oh, when I take off her hair. Oh, she's ugly. Oh, no, it's hot again. <laughs> oh, that hair flip, though, Riley, that's yeah, real nice. Oh. Oh. For all you viewers at home, I took off my glasses and my hat, and oh, wow. my hair is actually really long. It's very right long. Now. Oh, I just yeah. put my head and gave myself head rush. <laughs> head rush? Yep. 
I think I think that we need to have a character, or the trope needs to uh, imbue characters with a high degree of self-reflectivity. Like, they need to be someone who is self-conscious and aware of themselves. Because with the jocks trope and the hot girl trope, you don't you don't see that. And the, they're the douche tropes, because mm-hmm. they're not relatable. Right. Did you see season two of Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't yet. Um, oh, there's a character you're going to hate. I hate him so but much. Are we just changing the trope? Are we improving the trope? Well, by like changing the fundamental nature of what the hot girl is. Well, see, that's that's why this one's hard because it's not a specific character. It's like a right. type of character. That's true. It's a concept. Mm-hmm. So, yes. what if we keep the physical appearance of like a stereotypical hot girl, mm-hmm. like you see in a lot of horror movies, a lot of tropes, but you then also, like you said, make them inwardly hot as well. Is that enough? Meta-hot? Meta-hot. Double-hot. What if they're the main character? Quad-hot. If they're the main character instead of... What if they're the one the story's being told through? But you don't know it until the very end. (sighs) Now you see me, stop. Yeah. (laughs) What if we go back to them being the murderer? If the hot world is the murderer. Not knowing that they're the murderer. Like Dale and Tucker versus evil? Yeah. Or you're just talking like a split personality. Oh, yeah. Is the murderer the self-reflective one or the douchey one? What if we have a horror movie like told through the murderer's eyes? (laughs) Dale Tucker versus Evil. I'm sure that's happened. That's more like an accidental. That's That's freaking funny, man. Um, that's like the that's the perfect chain of just horribly hilarious comedy of errors going on throughout the entire film. What if? We have a horror story where the murderer only goes after uh, hot people, but his perception is clouded, so he thinks the ugly people are the hot people, and all we're left with on Earth is hot people. What an existence. <laughs> I mean, that's so- <laughs> the amount of blinks that you just gave me, Tyler. <laughs> he straight up goes genocide on all the uh, ugly yeah. people. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'm gone. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Gotta go get that plastic surgery. <laughs> but I guess, like, so the fundamental, like, nature of the hot girl, right? Mm-hmm. The the base purpose of the hot girl is eye candy. And right. then to, like, provide a victim for the murderer. Well, I'm sure back in the day when they were making, like, Friday the 13th and stuff like that, they were just using that kind of stuff just to bring people to the movie. Yeah. Right. It was a selling point. Right. Yeah. So should then the ideal hot girl trope go back to the idea of, like, the perfect hot girl? Like, she's likable on the inside and she's pretty hot on the outside? I would think so. But is she so likable? Well, so I'm wrecking my brain because I know that exists somewhere and I'm just trying to think of an example, but... Is she likable to the... Is she likable to the characters, or is she likable to the audience? And what if she's only likable to the audience? <laughs> or, or is she... <laughs> all the other characters hate her so much. <laughs> or is she like a Mary Jane character? We're too positive. Is that how to say it? Sarah Jane? What are the characters Sue? that, like... Yeah, that's... Mary Sue character. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I know what you're Where, saying. Where, like, you're, the audience is supposed to like her, right. and they're not doing a very good job no. of it. Half the time it's not. Like a Wesley Crusher kind of character. Oh, oh, pandering character. Hated that character. Mm-hmm. Wink wink to the camera. Yeah. Well then what like That's a whole nother conversation in a nutshell for a later possible episode. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Add that to the pit. So like she's gotta have flaws though. 
Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that makes them relatable. So yeah. what is, if she's likable physically, and she's likable for, like, personality kind of like personally. about a god-human at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now let's break them down. Mm-hmm. Bring them down to our level. It sounds really bad when you say it like that. They're perfect. Everyone likes it. Let's bring them down, pig. Crush it. Yes. What's something that, like, everyone can relate to? Self-doubt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anxiety. Like you don't make friends well. Mm-hmm. And you're trying very hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could go hand-in-hand hand since it, like, the whole beauty thing could have, like, a self-esteem type. Yeah. Or, like, anorexic or something. Uh, yeah, I, I like the self-esteem angle. That's good. That, that, that could make sense realistically as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So. We're kind of like, we're crafting a new trope. Yeah. But on the basis of a hot girl. Maybe she's bored with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Random ads. Hashtag <laughs> not No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> the permeation of ads in my life. Send no. me your fireball and Maybelline. Do you feel like your makeup just isn't open enough? I'm going to have to make myself look beautiful when I'm Weeps. completely tanked. Activia. Jamie Lynn Curtis. She was in Friday the 13th in yeah. the first one. <laughs> it's all coming around circle. Oh my. Oh my. Oh. And then she was in Freaky Friday and True Lies, and then I never saw her in anything. Christmas in Through the Cranks. Oh, yeah. yeah, she that was, was before. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky Friday. I think that was before Freaky Friday, right? Because yeah, that, uh, that was back in the heyday of Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Her new trope is someone who's still physically attractive, <laughs> but also inwardly attractive. And relatable because they have self-esteem issues. What if we also give them a, a like one physical flaw as well? They have a mm-hmm. robot arm. They don't have See, that's just awesome. They have a what? Uh, like a robot, a robot prosthetic arm. Oh, heck yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. They grow facial hair. Oh. I don't see the problem there. <laughs> the hot bearded lady. She escaped a circus. Or she just yeah, lives she... a normal life and she just has facial hair. Maybe she's Gosh, like. Okay. Really beautiful, but then you get up close to her and realize that she's actually taller than most women, and that's considered not beautiful because if you're taller than the guy. I mean, I don't but then what's awesome that. about the story is that she's taller than the murderer. She's <laughs> 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 just dumb. smash. <laughs> Silly little man. <laughs> bring little man. Bring knife to gunfight, and then she flexes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, except, is this is this character a trope for a horror movie or for a comedy movie? Ooh, well, what's the, the difference? Por qué no los dos? Imagine the character trope that we're making now. Yeah. How could that fit into it? Well, oh. no, because they're all young. Yeah, that's fair. Not until I guess that's too much. We'll have to wait and see. Not until they're too old. Yeah. But we watched the old one. They have sex in the sewer. Mm. Sex in the city meets sex in the sewer. I like having sex. <laughs> sex <laughs> everything <laughs> floats down here. Uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Pennywise, you perv. What if Pennywise is no, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. <laughs> Greatest fear. No. <laughs> Attractive that women. That hot clown ass. <laughs> Me in high school. Sometimes <laughs> 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 I get scared when I talk to my fiance. 
<laughs> That's a compliment hidden in there somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, or like think, uh, I don't know, horror movie. Uh, what if they have like a chronic disease? Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go to the fault by Think about now? how terrible oh, we are. Yeah. We're all just laughing at that. <laughs> I think it's the well, you way. just said like a debilitating disease, though. <laughs> and then he was quick on the draw, which made me laugh. Yeah. Made and me the way I said it too. <laughs> Cancer. Cancer. Ugh, we're terrible people. Um, I don't want to get melanoma. Sorry. Watch what if she says? I don't. Oh. Aspergers. Huh. So like, uh, <laughs> or fits? Maybe they're fits. I don't. Know. Moving on. See, I don't know. I don't know. See, yeah, you brought this on. You know, I know. she has a I, chronic I, disease. Yeah. What if she has no frontal lobe? <laughs> <laughs> There's no inhibition whatsoever. Yeah. She just says whatever she wants. What if to she's say. a sociopath? Just Tourette's. What if she is a sociopath? Like she just doesn't feel normal human emotions and has a. Then how's it normal? That's a different from the normal hot girl trope. He's uh, not uh, wrong. Oh, oh. It sort of yeah. Sociopath confronted by a psychopath murderer. Means what you storms. What will happen? Fight! Fight! <laughs> Let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, so let them fight. So like she sees her friends get killed and she's like, eh. <laughs> I'm glad you did it. I was about to anyway. <laughs> I don't know. They've kind of done that sometimes in movies too where it's like the hot girl will like willingly push someone in the way and you're like, like oh, whoops. whoops. You're in my way. <laughs> Clumsy in air quotes. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah, what if, what if it's the hot girl, it ends up, like, is fairly normal at the beginning of the movie as far as, like, but she, but she is a sociopath. But tries and then, to hide it. And tries to hide it. But then, oh, there's a murderer. What great opportunity. And then just starts oh. killing off her friends. Yeah, it's just yeah. a passive murderer. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, like, maybe we've been going about it wrong and we take Tyler's path and we do a hot girl with a mystery. So we make her more interesting. Yeah. Mm. And she's an even badder bad guy than the bad guy. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't think she's a bad guy. It's just like these people are just... She's just, cleansing the world. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Now we're getting to the Oh, that's where I was about to go, David. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jump. The the comedy guns. Logan shot first. What if it's kind of like, what was her name? Mia? Oh, in... In Death Death Note. Note. Misa. Misa, yeah. Misa, Misa. Misa, I'm gonna... Yeah, what if it's kind of like that? Where she's like, well, she's kind of sociopathic. No, she's sociopathic. Yeah. But, I, like, but I guess that stems from her obsession over the main character. Well, yeah, because she tries everything she can do to get close to him. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, technically, she is the embodiment of what we're talking about. Yeah, I was thinking more like the hovering down the insane way. Was just, yeah. you know, killing off her, her friends, air quotes, because they were, like, inconvenient and, like, they were just in, in her way in some way or another. And, oh, there's this other murderer, and I'll just, you know, happen to, like, set up situations where... Does like, things... Home Alone with victims? Yeah. With Seriously. bystanders? <laughs> but what and, if it's, and like... it's the hot girl doing it. But what if it's, like, not completely clear that that's happening to the exactly. audience? Exactly. Yeah, so mm-hmm. And so we still get, like, the relatable... Yeah. The relatable hot girl is what we see until, like, later on... Then that's revealed. Like, she's the last one, and she confronts the killer, and she's like, hey, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, thank you for your work. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for helping me out, bro. <laughs> thank you for your support. Or, like, <laughs> does a whole, like, <laughs> turns around in the chair, like a slow turn around, and, like, I've orchestrated everything up to this yeah. point, and then the murderer realizes it's like a trap door. Or, like, you really chose that chainsaw? Or, 
Instead like, of you can get better it being... gas mileage than the other one. <laughs> what if you use an electric one? Better gas electric chainsaw? Oh, I guess they, they have those. Like yeah. yeah. Do they make solar chainsaws? But it takes place at night, though. Yeah. Wind power chainsaws. It's like a crank. It's like one of those outdoor light fixtures. You just have to make sure it's charging during the gas. It just like sets it up. Oh, yeah. You just stick the blade of the chainsaw on the ground, so it's like. And the, the butt of it is up toward the sun. Hydrogen no, power chainsaw. The way it was cloudy day today. You attach it to like a stationary bike. <laughs> what if what if at the end the the hot girl doesn't like get rid of the psychopath and the psychopath like recognizes the they like up. the solidarity. No, and they just like separate ways and that's it. Like that's the end. Like I respect you. And that's it. Hmm. No closure. I don't want any closure. I feel like it's no all loose ends. Yeah, I feel like the ending Plus should be like like a, like a deity relationship. So oh, okay. like so you are, we're back to Misa from Death Order. Yeah, I still feel like the reveal of like the hot girl was the one orchestrating all the killings, and then kills the murderer. To me, that feels a bit too predictable. But yeah. really, yeah. Again. I want to say that it exists, but I just don't remember. I feel like it would be a more, like, memorable ending if the killer is alive at the end. Yeah. I don't want to say it would be more mysterious if you just had the killing stop with no answer whatsoever. No, yeah, we nothing. Don't see the no killer. reveal. Just So maybe, like, movie. we're in a mystery, like, is there actually a killer? Mm-hmm. Apart from this hot girl. Yeah, all camera angles are shot, like, from an angle you don't see anyone, like, there's approach. Just, there's no, person, dis- like, turn around there's, like, no discernible... <laughs> feature whatsoever. Although I actually like there being a killer though because I feel like that what we said is a little bit predictable and yeah. like oh this person is actually the real killer after all. Yeah. That I guess yeah that trope's been done. Yeah. Yeah. Where like you think it's one person but it's actually, actually this person the whole time. Oh yeah. it's like have you ever seen the movie uh, Phone Booth? The early 2000s where there was a guy who was stuck in a phone booth with a sniper that you only heard his voice over the phone booth phone through like 95% of the movie. Oh, I've heard of this. And you don't see him until the very end of the movie and they give you maybe like a three second look at his face, but because the main character only sees him through like blurry vision after being shot by like a beanbag bullet. But like that whole movie, they keep playing with, oh, it's probably this guy. Because you'll see like a character who's been in like all the background shots or whatever. And then you find out, no, he was like five streets away. (laughs) Or what if we do like a... Like a meta story, like Cabin in the Woods situation, where like she's creating the perfect horror movie. Yeah, or she she ends up in the like she ends up in the movie, but the movie ends up in her yeah. and its inception. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Tyler. Yeah. Go to yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally haven't even had anything to drink. <laughs> or like I don't know. I guess maybe she. I, I man, I just need to have. And you have a twist. Yeah. Like, it's already kind of a twist that she's the one killing people. But, like, the other Passively. twist needs to... What? Passively. Yeah. Like, kind of orchestrating things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not mm-hmm. actually killing them. Like a jigsaw. I haven't seen it, but I'll oh. take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this whole gimmick is that you, there's always a way out of the situation. Uh, there's not always a 100% kill rate, unless it's, like, one of his messed up followers. It's got to be, like, there's got to be a secondary twist or something that, like, sends it home. She's not actually hot. Just wears a mask. She's a ghost. She's a ghost. She's like a frog person. <laughs> she's dead. She's, she's a heat. She never existed in the first place. She got a dick. 
<laughs> she is actually just a personification of the director's will to kill off his own characters. Oh. And then, like, the last shot is, like, a, a zoom out, of, and we see the movie set. It's the script. And it's just director. That would be... If that's, like, the last little bit, that could actually be really well... If that was done well, that could be really good. You know, there's probably... If at if any point there's a movie producer that's listening to it, he's like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> Copyright. Just kidding. The, uh, the, the hot girl who ends up being the murderer is actually a personification of the director's own desire to make something new in the industry, and then the final scene is the director killing himself because he can't. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Twist. The zoom out. That's good. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm into it. <laughs> I'm really into it. What? Okay. What other tropes with that in mind do we need the hot girl to fulfill? So wait, that wait, be the case. do we, so in the story, right. within the story, we have here. <laughs> okay. okay. Does, does the hot girl actually exist? I, I, like, is, yeah, is the hot girl, like, one, one of the characters written into the film, so we, it looks like we're viewing a horror movie film until the very end when it actually zooms out. Or, or and when it's revealed that the hot girl was behind it the whole time, and then it's revealed that we're actually in a, like, in a, s- in a, a movie filming set. studio. Mm-hmm. Where the director goes out with his little golf cart, goes out to a river, and then throws himself into it. Yeah. He's just like... Or has to Ah, it's too predictable. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to combat the tropes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he can't. Yeah. Dude, that's such a postmodern thing to do in the Hollywood industry. (laughs) It's true. Damn. The hot girl trope... The hot girl trope with the mystery is a personification of the desire to defeat the trope. But not just like a personification, like they are, they actually are. Welcome, it's like our last episode with all the benders. But they actually are, like, like there actually is. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Tyler. They actually are a physical person, like, on the set, though. Like, they are actually, like, killing the people or whatever. But. Also a twist the director is a hot girl. Mm, I like it. I like it. Also, a twist when the scene ends, the hot girl playing the hot girl murderer is like, she is I don't understand my motivation. Or, like, this how, how do you want sense. me to play this role? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I've this. only ever played hot girls in horror movies. That's good. That's so mad. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm still wrapping my head around this. That's such a postmodern <laughs> way to approach filmmaking. So, are we having the director kill themselves? Yeah. Kill yeah. So then the monster the whole time was the trope. Hot shit. <laughs> Dan, would you watch that movie as a connoisseur of horror movies? I would Logan. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Okay, okay. let me try to break it down. The monster is the trope. Let me no, try. I get, I get. The <laughs> Logan's like, so, wait a minute. It's like those formulas. Yeah, the Zach Galifianakis Jeffrey's like looking at all the equations. I get it, because it's the personification that the trope itself is what is killing the director because they're trying to embody the trope, but the trope. In their movie. Is right. so self destructive. And used so much yeah. that they're just like, well, fuck it, and that they can't which, which because in the film is shown through an, an actual character that is, you know, being yeah. that trope. We're improving the trope, right? Escape. Yeah. So, what is the ultimate trope? I'm gonna go a off, trope that can't be altered. I'm going to go off on a tangent here, and it could okay. also be seen as of like the director <laughs> okay. embodying, embodying themselves onto the character, right? Exactly. And like that's yeah, that's what we were. What if you have the character in the movie who's a hot girl to kill herself, and then the director goes and kills themselves? Because then they're just like, it's yeah. supposed to be self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. 
Because the trope can't be unbroken. What if the director is... <laughs> I need more fireball. <laughs> what if the director also plays the hot girl in the film and, like, on screen like get to disaster literally kills themselves? <laughs> like, not fate kills themselves, but actually kills themselves on film. And then like, the pullout is, like, the production crew, like... It's like, holy shit, what's going on? Yeah. That's not staged. No. That's, like... Uh, it's kind of a secondary thing, but have you seen the YouTube videos of, like, the senator or whatever that killed himself at the press conference? Yeah. Like, on live TV. Yeah. No. And because it was on black and white, like, TV, like, old TV, they, it was live, so they can't, like, current live TV is about, what, like, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds so, behind, yeah. mm-hmm. so they can censor things really quick, but this was like, nothing's gonna go wrong with live TV, you know, and... The guy just pulls out a gun and shoots himself right on stage, and it's all there. Did you hear about the Croatian guy this last week? Yeah, the guy that took poison. Yeah, the war crime dude? Yeah. Mm. To do the trope well, we would need to have, like, a... So the main character would be the hot girl, who is the director. But how would we show that she's the director? Um... Or it's not that important that she's the director at that you point. Have it's, that, you the, have the, the point is that the hot girl is self a self-destructing trope. Not that they're the director, that the, that trope is self-destructing. So it can just be the actress that's playing the hot girl. And then you just have the director kill themselves in the same way as the character. Or or the director doesn't kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like the, the, the actress does kill right. herself on screen, it pulls out and the production crew, including the director, is like, that wasn't staged, what's going on, call nine one one that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But to do that well, we would have to have, like, within the script, have it be, like, like have lines that allude to this is not just the feelings of and, like, lines of the character. Like, this is also the actress. When you look back on it, it would have to show that, oh, that was actually how she thought and felt and was. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like it'd be more powerful with the director, though, because I feel like I, the I mean, actors, I agree. like the director is the one like behind. Like I yeah. want to change all these tropes. I'm I, the one controlling all this. Personally, feel I mean, like we can do it however we want, but like if the actress playing the hot girl again doesn't understand how to play, how to break the trope, she's like, I don't get it. Like, and then the director who is a hot girl mm-hmm. is like, No, this is how you do it, but it just doesn't work. It's not working, and then she gets depressed. And, so, like, that's, like, the last 15 minutes of yeah. the movie sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. That's... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe? One of those two things. Either... What do you think, Logan? <laughs> I don't know. We lost or, him somewhere in the explanation. You? This is, this is one I mean, of the... You're the movies. horror movie connoisseur. Is this... Is this more it's not art? not that far. <laughs> like, to go back to our it's conversation very about... very self-reflexive. Yeah. And can it's an art movie be a good but, movie? Oh, yeah, for sure. self Like... The, like, one thing I learned from being a quote-unquote film student is when you have a genre start being self-reflexive, that's when you start getting, like, critically acclaimed films. I mean, look at The Room with Tommy Wiseau. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> critically acclaimed. <laughs> I mean, Loved by all. And I think that... He made a great movie. I think that having the last 30 seconds, rather than, like, 15 minutes of exposition, having just the last 30 seconds of the actress actually kills herself on stage rather than the director would be more self-reflective and more powerful because it would be that just gut punch at the end that oh looking back all of these things this was actually not just a trope this was a person that couldn't escape from it yeah like she got cast in all the movies as the hot girl that dies but like what's her motivation to kill herself or does she do it accidentally either way I mean I guess that just means 
the context of what yeah. you're trying to tell the story. You, that, that would require a lot more context of specifically like lines of dialogue like, yeah, that but, occur. So. Because at this point we're writing ourselves, we're writing a movie. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, which is kind well, of what we knew that we're we improving the trope, all. though. Because I'd argue I'm a good trope is unbreakable. I'm surprised that we got this far. The concept <laughs> in of itself. I mean, as a you know, as you said, a film student, is that a good is a, a good trope, a timeless trope, or an unbreakable trope? Tropes are just easy. like those are just safety. I don't think a trope is good. It's, Tropes, it's like, it's easy. Like that's that's when you don't want to have to think. You just have this. Here's your. Like a standard. Yeah. yeah. It's a guideline. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. that's why they always make fun of it in a lot of media, is just because it's like, it's mm-hmm. lazy storytelling. Does a good trope and not trope? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Look at all the criti- like, critically acclaimed stuff, like all of David Lynch's stuff. They're all yeah. borderline insanity, just, but because everyone likes it because he doesn't, he just does whatever he wants. So, or the, <laughs> again, going back, or the room as it is right now. <laughs> Is a cult hit only because of just the insanity that is Tommy um, Wiseau. That's an amazing film, and shut your dirty hormones. <laughs> <laughs> so this is poking oh, fun at a trope, and but also saying like, oh, this is too powerful a trope that we can that we can't really get rid of it in a horror setting. That a right? character in a movie in a movie like can't can't do it. On can't escape from it, and so we literally the four of us are imagining that is the case, oh. causing her to be unwound. By Taking into consideration there are actors currently in Hollywood now that are basically character actors. They play the same character right. over and over and over again just because they can't mm, not uh, physically okay. break that wall of oh, it's like often through no fault of their own. Mads Mikkelsen? No. Generally often. always plays the, the bad the, the guy. Cool. Creepy sociopath. That would be yeah. interesting. Because you, you don't usually see him in a movie over, oh, he's the really nice guy. Oh, he's he's the friendly neighborhood dad that takes all the kids to soccer practice. Yeah. No, he that. looks like he's liable to stab you. <laughs> How are those different? Huh? The friendly what? neighborhood soccer dad and the guy that's going to stab you. It is a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, what kind of neighborhood do you live in? <laughs> I used one. to live in L.A. Um... So okay. <laughs> well, wouldn't it would it be as a trope interesting if like as we're watching the movie within the movie, right? That she's been doing a fantastic job, right? Now. Of like playing this hot girl that's actually the murderer, You're, like fully immersed. And then the last thirty seconds is like the director getting on her because like no, you keep acting like this hot girl that doesn't know how to do anything. Why are you doing that? And so what we've seen is a movie that's been literally months and months and months of like working with this person to make a good trope-breaking character, and finally she just like breaks down because she's like, "We're almost done. You're still writing my case," and then just like can't do it anymore. So we we've seen the good, like the trope-breaking performance, like the performance of the year, right. and then we're clued into the fact this oh, hasn't man. been constant. So this has been like trying too hard. Yeah, this has been like to break the trope. Yeah, this has been like straining a horrid event for her, like performance-wise, right. and she just can't do it anymore. Hmm. And do we get the sense that like she's done this a lot before? Mm-hmm. Like, how would we get that? That could be that could be like in a single line of, of dialogue when like if the director is exposition. yelling at her. Yeah, everyone loves exposition. Yeah, like re- a reference to like it. In oh, I like this you other in this movie, movie. Yeah. but look at you now. We're like, you we as the audience the performance. are turned on our heads because we're like, what? She's been great. Like, what? Uh, yeah. What's okay. happening? Like I'm starting to get this now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to watch this movie. <laughs>
sometimes I feel like we have, you know, we like do shit posting for our comments and our like our modifications of characters. And other times it's like, oh, this is a an analytical critique that should actually be made into a legit. Do we film. remember the last podcast? We made an entire almost Game of Thrones esque narrative. Yeah. I think I could still explain all this. <laughs> I question not. mark. I don't. I don't want my head to hurt. <laughs> yeah. What if it's a student film? Or it just makes it more dark. I guess then the actress wouldn't be completely experienced in horror movies, though. What if it's a first-person cam? Found footage film. No. Oh, yeah. I, I think this would be cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I think in terms of like the meta idea of what a good a good trope is set aside, I think I would watch this movie. So wait, wait. Okay, just to clarify. Yeah. yeah. The movie within the movie, right? Yeah. Is what we were talking about before, before. Where, the, where the hot girl is the one secretly behind, like all secretly of the behind killers. all of it. Who is actually like we see her as being self-reflective. Yeah. We see her as being having some flaws, but not you know crazy flawed, but yeah. relatably so. So this movie is a postmodern look at postmodernism, pretty much. Yes. Of, Holy shit! Of, ah. <laughs> of, of the horror movie genre yes. in Hollywood. So it's trying yes. too hard to be postmodern. Yeah. I like it. Specifically, <laughs> this is turned into a very of, exact character. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is probably one of those things that you would only ever experience, like, this conversation is only what you would experience in, like, a very detailed film school class. So I, just, I love it. Write this 15-page essay. Yeah. I mean, hey, we can always send a link to the podcast to Miramax Films, I'm just saying. Yeah. 20th Century Fox. It'd be awesome. Who would play the hot girl? I know what you're gonna say. Mm. Shut your damn mouth. Would it have to be someone who's like played a lot of? Ooh, that would be better. Megan mm. Fox. Oh, has, has she? Has she played a lot of? She's been. Dan, in so she like games. plays herself. Wait, are like, you asking? At the end? Are you asking if she's been? In yeah, horror she movie? literally plays herself at the end. Who's like a stereotypical hot girl actress in horror movies? I'll look up some, but I'm... Megan Fox has been in one or two. Is one of them Transformers? Because I mean, it's just horrible. I mean, if you want to <laughs> I mean, she was horrible. Megan Fox was in a movie where she played the main antagonist, like Ooh. killer. I'd like to see really. That. Yeah, was she like Jennifer's body? Yeah, where she plays the succubus. Oh. She like meets people after having sex with them, or like makes them horny, then has sex with them, or something. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. 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 Also had that. Okay. It's weird. I think weird. her name makes was like I think her name was like Amanda. She was having sex with them, then making. I mean, eats them. I think her name was also there was the other lady that or, there was the other lady in that movie like Amanda Seyfried I think so oh. played the virgin esque character but then really they, but that quickly ended like an hour in the movie which is probably a early postmodern attempt to break that morality timeline that you were mentioning pretty much and there's been movie. a lot of breaking of that over yeah. if you've seen modern horror movies over just the past five to ten years so I'm trying to think of other stuff like. Who's it been in? What if we like don't make this like a huge, uh, like a huge studio? Like it's kind of a indie film, or or something like a B studio, like who just cranks out horror movies? Asylum. Don't know. What they make is. a bunch of really okay. terrible knockoff, like straight to DVD things, like Snake Nado, Snake Nado, and stuff like that. Snake Nado. Oh boy. Is it a spiritual successor to Shark Nado? No, it's like the cheap knockoff. More than Shark Nado Two was. <laughs> Even more. <of> it. <laughs> it's the abridged version. Of 3. They had a movie called Ghost Shark. Okay. Snake yes. Nado on planes. 
They did have a snake on a plane, but I can't. No, no, snake NATO on a plane. I wouldn't be surprised. With sharks. A mini snake NATO? Yeah. It needs to fit in carry on luggage. I kid you not. Otherwise, it's an extra $35. They also had a movie called Transmorphers. Pardon? Yeah. Transmorphers. So, otherwise, the Autobots were all bad and they were trying to take over the world, even like there was no good robot. So, some of the most well known horror movie actresses are like, so Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously. Um, Sigourney Weaver, um, Alien, yeah. Sissy Space SpaceX, SpaceX. I don't know how to say her name. SpaceX. SpaceX. Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Buffy, Vampire Slayer. Right. Yeah. I feel like these aren't like stereotypical hot girls in horror movies, though. Uh, I do. I've never been able to pronounce her last name. M- Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. Is that Jovovich? Oh uh, yeah, she's in like every resident. We know a writer. Oh, yeah. oh. She's been in quite a few horror movies. That's true. Yeah. And The Crucible. Nicole Kidman. She's been in a number of I movies. have known her. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, super slowly, too. What was the s- sweat line? I can't remember. There was something like really Oh, slow. like you were sweating like a stallion. Yeah! <laughs> Oof. Daniel Day-Lewis. Man. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 Maybe. I don't know. It could be a... Owen Wilson. Like, kind of like... Wow. Yes. How, um... Doesn't know, have to be someone Yeah, it's like a premiere, a new actress. What if the other characters in the film within a film, what if those characters are ones who have been in other horror movies? That'd be good, too. And they all are the ones that die. Our movie will just be called The Film Within a Film. The horror movie. <laughs> the Film Within a Film, a horror movie. Oof. That's a long title. <laughs> what should our title be? Yeah, with like the last few minutes left. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, stick to the end. <laughs> stick till the end. <laughs> dead at the end. Um, all dead. We're all gonna feel dead at the end. <laughs> well, that's just true. Trapped. Cycle. It's a yeah. horror movie about a bicycle that kills people. Yep. <laughs> Scary. Time for the killer tomatoes. Uh. Um. Such a weird movie. <laughs> the window. The killer. The real killer. Laura. My name's Laura. Sorry. On the inside? Mm. Inside out. <laughs> inside out the horror movie. Secretly a horror movie. <laughs> I'm sure you could make an argument. I'm better. sure. There's Reflected. probably somebody out there that's like, yeah, she's got the bite of theory. Okay. But if we, we name it... Here's Edge. <laughs> Flatter. We name it the uh, production company or the film company. What do you mean? 20th Century Fox. <laughs> no, like, I mean, like, the film, they're, like, because it's a meta film. Right. We name, obviously there's a film company that creates the film, so but then we like should name. You name the movie after the fictitious The fictitious studio. Because then it's kind of abstract. Oh, no. And we see it, like, pan, like, over a chair that has that logo and on it. And that's, like, the end. And that's when it cuts to black. Yeah, like, like some type of out. production company, that's the name of the movie. So everyone's like, why is it called that? And then they realize it at the end. So actress kills herself on stage, pulls out uh, production crew. You know the chaos begins. Um, call nine one one. All of that. Um, get it stands still on that while that chaos continues, and then pans over and you see some of those image, like that image, those images. You gotta make it big. You gotta put everything really not too far in the background, and that's just it. far enough. And that's it. We still what, see some guy okay. just stuffing then, his face. Then the it. question for us is: What would we name our film studio? Um, you can see popular right. Apocrypha Productions. No. <laughs> there has to be something like really pretentious that like makes horror movies and like hmm. um, Silver Moon Productions. Fieldwork. Scary Horizons. <laughs> uh, 
Spookum. 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 Thirteenth hour. Ooh. Um, the twenty-fifth hour. That's a long when day. the clock strikes twelve. And credits. I will leave here. And. And credit studios. Uh, I mean, we could probably be sitting here for like the next hour spitballing. The darkness here. within the head. The darkness within the soul. Soul darkness. <laughs> soul darkness. Soul darkness. <laughs> more and more dark souls. Dark souls. Ooh. Dark souls 3. <laughs> Guys, we're making the dark souls of horror movies. <laughs> oh, no. Bloodborne. <laughs> I'm actually like to see that as a movie. Bloodborne? Yeah. Blood souls. <laughs> right, I just want more. Demon souls. I want more Lovecraftian. Unborn Reborn Studios? Reborns. Reborn Studios? Reborn. Yeah. Re- Reborn Studios? Reworks. Reworks. Yeah, reworks. Oh, it has to be with an X. Yeah. Uh, how does she kill herself? Reworks. She jumps off a cliff. No, it has to no, be on the movie set. It's on the movie set. <laughs> so, she just moves a cliff onto the movie set and jumps. Uh, In... I feel like it has to be like a gun or a knife. She's yeah. like so It has to be something... something it's really dark and morbid, but... Something would be... That would be like on the set but that she could replace... She could she could shatter glass and use glass. Blade in the that would make sense. Yeah, and it has be to like be a her own delicious shattered mirror production. No, that so. even adds less closure because ooh, that's good. I like that. Or, yeah. shattered mirror production. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that adds yeah, that adds a better ending because then because like then does it get too predictable? If we call the movie so. Shattered Mirror, mm-hmm. I don't think or just so. call the movie Mirror, and then the production company is, Shattered, is Mirror. Shattered Mirror. Or Shattered, and then Shattered Mirror is the production company. But then we Shattered do get, like, Shattered. We do yeah. get, like, there are mirror Oh, yeah, because then she breaks apart. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm sorry, what were you saying? There are, like, mirror shots in the movie. So, like, the yeah. audience, as it goes, they say, like, oh, we know why it's called Mirror. Or if but it's then at the end, it's like, oh, that's why it's called Mirror. Mm-hmm. Or Mirror. Either way, Mirror. Mirror Cat. Mirror cat. Oh my gosh. Mirror cat. Mirror cat. Mirror 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 cat studios. <laughs> Fear cat. Fear cat. Fear cat X. Next week on Bobby Park for us, we tackle the mirror cat and turn it into the fear cat. Which I was gonna say, isn't that what they are basically? Just fear cats? No, they respond to fear. I want them to induce fear. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Yeah. I'm pretty like stoked. That. Wow. Yeah. I would yeah, wow. I see this. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We want to Oh, Wilson's in the movie. <laughs> wow. If, if done well, this He's the director. Works. Wow. Oh, Listen. Wow. Um, so, um, doing great, but, um, wow, it's just not working. <laughs> wow. You know, it's just wow. not, not good enough. Wow. Wow. But, like, it's got to be the director would have to be played by somebody who could, like, like, reasonably, like, cut. The guy from somebody. Whiplash. It would have. They would have to oh. cut. <laughs> yeah. No, it has to be women, though. Oh yeah, it has yeah. to be a woman. Yeah. And Sigourney Weaver. Ooh, she has played. Perfect. She has played some pretty. And she's been in some people. horror movies too, which adds into the whole. Yep. She was in Cabin yep. in the Woods. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. For like Sigourney Weaver's the director. She, she, could, character she could tear into something. Oh yeah. Real hard. Yeah. She could also uh, direct you around an aquarium. That's what? 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 It's Finding Dory. Oh, yeah. okay, I got your reference. I haven't seen that. Oh, well, she's oh. not Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that's yeah. Sigourney Weaver that does the yeah. tour voice. I know Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Welcome oh, to... That's yeah, right. That's right, she is actually Sigourney Weaver. Thanks, Sigourney Weaver. That's right. I thought about that. Wow. Yeah. Wait, is it a meta thing in the movie? Yeah. Kind of. It's um, like a 
weird it would have been more, joke. It would have been more meta if it was like a Jacques Cousteau voice coming over it. Like, but the guy who does like the Blue Planet voiceover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it would have been funny if like they said it was Sigourney Weaver, but it wasn't actually played by Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> yeah. I'll waste my time, movie. Sweet wow. guys. Yeah. We just created a bomb ass film. Yeah. And we tackled the trope. Off a concept that I did not think would even last us more than, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, like, 20 minutes in, I was like, okay, where's this going? And then, <laughs> lo and behold, 40 minutes later. Nice job, Ryan. What if we just call it Shatter? I mean, yeah, no, obviously. But, I mean, you don't get all the credit. Fight. Shattered Studios. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Shattered Studios. And then the final shot, final shot is, like, you see it on the on the chair. The, like, blood's kind of been splattered on, and, like, it fades out, but the only words left are shattered. Oh, and blood covers the studio part. Yeah, and then just. She'd have to be close enough to the chair, but that's easy to work with with prop setting. But <laughs> I mean, blood can fly far enough. <laughs> Riley just did the most dramatic wrist cutting motion I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Jeez Louise! You probably have never. Mind. Oh, I haven't seen many. What? what? Are we ready to go? <laughs> Super sensitive. Okay, man. we're just gonna end it here before anything else gets said that's probably regrettable. Yeah, sorry, too much yeah. fireball. Get burp. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, thanks for tuning in after the holiday break. We really needed just time with family and a little bit of break. And I moved into a new apartment, so. Yeah, and you're getting married. And I'm getting married in 28 days. Twenty-four days. Oh my god. Make sure to smash that like button. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about? Next week? Yeah. Yeah. Or next time? Mm-hmm. Next two weeks? Yeah. Next episode. Next time on... Game Crumbs? No. No. Easy. <laughs> Mother of God. <laughs> Although I love Game Crumbs. Will but... Goku finally throw the spear bomb? Probably not. So next episode, we are <laughs> going to tackle the 12 Days of Christmas. Or rather, the character, My True Love. Yeah, the one receiving all these freaking weird no, gifts. The one giving all the these gifts. Them. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You mixed it up. Who gives? Oh, sorry, it's all who gives their true love eight maids of milk? He thirsty. Yeah. So we're maybe eight in. maids, <laughs> maybe eight jugs of milk. But why they gotta be milking? Yeah. I mean. And what are they milking? So we'll talk about that birds? next time when we why discuss these birds? <laughs> when we discuss these my true love burbs, burbs, aka the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, dudes. It's the holiday season. That is. That is. And thanks again, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. Thanks, Audible. Daniel, you want to close it out as the host? Woo! That's yeah. <laughs> cool. I feel the blood flow in my chest. I feel it in other places. <laughs> <laughs>